what that means, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people sitting way up in the Bob Uger seats. It's Friday night. Does everybody know what Friday night means? It's time for the A to Z program. I am your host, Eric Zan, the PCP host with the most, and sitting directly, well, he's directly to my right. He would be on your, oh, he's on my left. He's at your right. This, ladies and gentlemen, over here is Tim Tabala. Gentlemen, my head, my what's going on, everybody? The, That's right, everybody. What's going end. on? It's Friday. Let's go, man. We haven't been on what, like two weeks? Two weeks we haven't done a show. And this is, this is a special one, Tim. We got our newest uh, PCP member, uh, newest to us anyway. I mean, I know there's a couple other new guys, but fuck them. They're not on here. Um, <laughs> listen, everybody, I would like to introduce you to the, the world to Mr. Anthony Dominic Rasso. Yes, sir. Rasso. Rasso. Anthony. Welcome, welcome to the A to Z awesome. program. Anthony Happy is to be here, man. Anthony has joined the PCP family. He is our resident hockey guy. Um, I know that you do you do write ups and and articles and stuff, right? But you don't yes, you don't actually have a show yet. Are you going to have a Not show? Yeah. Um, it's I'm, Steve and I are still negotiating the terms of that contract. Oh, I'm sure, okay. we're going to work out the details on that. Okay, well, um, listen, if you ever need a, a, a third party, Tim and I are very good at uh, arbitrating, so. Uh, <laughs> there you go. My you know, we, take we, Steve to arbitration. We can help you with that. Yeah, we have the richest contracts on PCP. We have, yeah, we're like the Hall and Nash. We're the Hall and Nash of, uh, of PCP. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, yeah, Anthony, uh, that's cool that you joined our network. That's cool that you're a hockey guy. So tell me, let's give us uh, – the world wants to know you're a new face. You're new to our program. You're new to everybody. Tell us a little about your hello. Oh, there's okay. So we have some we have some diehard loyals and we absolutely love them. And this is one of our diehard loyals. This is Carolyn right here. Hello, Carolyn. Yes, this is Anthony. He is our hockey guy. We will be discussing a lot of her, hockey tonight. Her, her, her dad's Ray. name. Her dad's Ray name Ray is fan. Anthony Dominic. What are the chances of that? Holy that, cow! Right? I mean, he, she is from Jersey, so they're like everybody. Either, every every man a, is named. She's a Rangers that. fan, though. She's from Jersey as a, as a Rangers fan, though. That's so well, weird. That's like, I, I would have never pegged her for that. But anyway, Anthony, we want to know a little about you. So why don't you give us a brief bio of what you want to divulge, whatever you want to share about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, I'm my name is Anthony Rasso. I'm currently located in Central Florida, uh, born and raised in South Florida. Uh, a couple of detours along the way before I got to Central Florida. I lived in Nashville for a period of time. Lived in Tampa for a little while as a teenager. So, you know, basically the whole southeast part of the U.S. there. I've lived a little scattered around over there. Wow. Uh, sport, Sports-wise, you know, that's one of my, my passions, aside from my family, of course. Sports, uh, obviously growing up in South Florida, Dolphins, Heat, uh, Marlins. And, and I did grow up I did grow up rooting for the Panthers. But okay. due to my detour in Nashville, because of my kids, I do – I do like the Nashville Predators. I, I I claim them as my own, and I follow them more than I do the Panthers at this point. Not that I don't still like the Panthers, and I'm, you know, been very impressed with the way they've been playing in the series. But that, that's they're not bad. Nashville not bad. have more of a, a bond with them. It feels like now. So your heart, your your heart's in in, in Nashville. That's where your yes. heart is. Yes, cool. I'm very uh, a disappointing season, obviously, oh. but very excited what the future may hold there. Uh, Listen, might, they, might they got some working. They got some. Uh, they got some workings to be a great team here in the next couple of years. So it's that's going to be interesting to see how they uh, how they turn out. Yeah, uh, far as Panthers go, I'm an old Pavel Bure fan. Um, oh man, I remember watching him as a kid. He uh, he he was uh, he was a great standout in Florida. Um, 
a lot of guys stopped through in Florida too. Um, right off the top of my head, I can't think of, I mean, I got a ton of them, but I can't think of, I know a lot of guys have, have gone through Florida. Oh yeah. I remember I was actually, uh, 1996 game four, the, what was it? Seven overtime game where they lost to the avalanche and the avalanche what? won the Stanley cup. I you was were in there? the building. I was in the building. Wow. What? I won't tell you how old I was at the time, but I was in the building. You were in the building. I was in the building. My mom, That's my mom, awesome. uh, when I was younger, my mom worked for Coca-Cola. Okay. So we used to get into some really cool events. Uh, Stanley right. Cup, uh, World Series, uh, Super Bowl. So, so so you were at that game seven with the Avalanche? Game game four. They got or game four. Yeah, okay. So, okay, let's go back here. They had a stacked team. They had Patrick Waugh. They had oh, Joe yeah, Sackick. They had Peter Forsberg. Peter Forsberg. M- Milan Hayduk, was he on there back then? I believe so. He, I think uh, he was. No, no, no. no. Uh, he was on the 2000s team. He came later, like 99, 2000. That's right. Yeah. Um, but my God, did they have a stacked team? Um, yeah, and- yeah. Shout out to Quebec people. Poor Quebec. <laughs> yeah. Poor Quebec. Just learn about the win. They friggin' move. Poor Quebec. They friggin' move. Well, look who they I got. Look what they did. The first year. That was the second year. I think the second first year, year that they were there because Sundin got traded to the Leafs the year before they. The year before they moved to. Uh, uh, Colorado. So I believe 95, 96 was the first year That's because he, he was still there. At, Sundin was still there in 94. He, uh, Sundin, uh, Matt Sundin, my favorite player who I'm going to talk about probably a lot. Um, it's greatest, working. greatest leave ever. Uh, he had his best year there in, in Quebec. He had 114 points, um, for Quebec, but you're, you're fucking playing with Joe Sackick and I mean, come on. I mean, Joe fucking Barnaby Joe is like the smoothest, Pass. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's ridiculous. But anyway, enough about that. Anthony is a Nashville fan, but he's located in South Florida. And uh, Anthony, let's just go right into it here. The, these playoffs are are exciting so far oh, this year. Oh, man. So I, t- and, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Tell me about what's I, going I, on. Tell, you, tell me you about what see, you're seeing. This has been, it's such an exciting playoffs. I mean, we're only getting into game three in some of these series. Yeah. And it feels like it's been two weeks of hockey and it's been like four days. It's yeah. been an incredible series all around. I don't care why you, you watch hockey. Oh, yeah. Whatever your reason for watching hockey. You like to see a bunch of goals? Depending on which series you're watching, we've had plenty of goals scored. You like to see some some two teams that want to just go in there and beat the shit out of each other for oh, 60 good. minutes a night? Go put on the Dallas-Minnesota series. That is My a brutal series, man. <laughs> I've seen boxing matches with less contact than that series. <laughs> For real, that, that is insane how physical that series has gotten. And you know the Devils, the Devils Rangers series isn't isn't all that serene, man. They're 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 beating the shit out of each other too. Oh, I mean, it, I, well, I, it, it, this is a very young Devils team. Very, Don't get me wrong; they're very talented, but they're very young, very green, not a ton of playoff experience. Not like that Rangers team has, and no. this is one of the reasons I was so high on the Rangers coming into the playoffs. I, I talked about it in the articles. I know in my last power rankings I put out, I knocked them down a little bit because I felt they really hadn't shown that consistent dominance that I expected from them. Uh-huh. But it's an experienced team, and now the playoffs have turned on. And, and Tim and I were talking about this a little while ago. Playoff hockey is not regular season hockey. No, playoff hockey is a totally different game. Yeah, this is a much different game. This, 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 honestly, of all the major sports, I think playoff hockey is the most fun to watch. I agree. And I, don't get me wrong. I love football and basketball, and, mm-hmm. and I enjoy watching baseball. But playoff hockey, the intensity that these teams play with, 
It is Dude, incredible. It's it's so fun. And and Tim, as a Ranger fan, I mean, the way they've been playing and the way they got into the playoffs and and this series so far, you got to be a happy guy, dude. I mean, these guys are, these the and they're they're up two two and zero, right? They're yep. they're 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 two and zero on the Devils. Uh, Tim, you're muted. Hello, hello. There you go. We got you. All right. Sometimes this piece falls out. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I say I'm going to have to admit something. Uh, I can't watch this series. I can't. Why? 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 I hate the Devils so much really? that my blood pressure shoots oh, through the man. roof. You and really I hate so, them that much? I, I get yes, I do. I get so crazy watching like the, I, I'll, I I put it on, shut it off, put it on, shut it off. Devils, <laughs> devils on a devils on a rush, shut it off. I don't want to know what happened. I, I get after this series, I'm good. I'll I'll run all the way to the cup. Oh well, I'm saying if they make it that far, but yeah, this series I can't. They I have I have so many fake devil fans in my family. And 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 just oh, people no. around me who annoy the hell out of me, I just oh, can't. No. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with the stress. Who's a, who's a Devils fan, Tim? Oh, so many of them. I guess I'm not going to mention their too name. Too many of them. But think, but Andy, let me ask you a question though. Boston yeah. is just the Godzilla of this of the NHL this year. Who so can anyone beat them? I mean, is this basically just playing for second place? You think a lot of people I, suggesting that everyone's playing for second. Boston's already got the cup. What do you so think? When, about that? Ooh, good was, question. When, good question. When, when was the last time a team that won the President's Trophy won the Stanley Cup? Uh, when, when was it? Mm. Yeah, tell me when. It, I, yeah, I don't know. Got... I don't. I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I, I don't know I that either. I'm prepared for that one. It's been more than a decade. It has to have been because I think, I think the last one was what? Was it the Red Wings? Were the last ones to do that? I believe so. So we're going back pretty far. We're going back really far. But I mean, they yeah. were just a juggernaut this year. I mean, they were pushing people around. So, all right. So out of the East, they were crazy. Who, dude. who can you see really taking them out? I, I really thought the Rangers were the best team. If you, if you look at the way the Rangers stack up, because Boston very similar to New York, they have three lines that can can relentlessly come at you and score points. And and I believe the Rangers have that as well, which is evident with what they're doing you, to New Jersey. You, you you think the Rangers got three solid lines? Oh yeah, as, I love as much as much too. as the Devils or as the Bruins, I should say. You really think that? I I think if you if you really break them down, tick for tack and go line by line, I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's a huge. I think you could actually give the edge to the Rangers in terms of the forwards. Really? The deep. The, yeah, the defense, I feel a little differently because I do feel Boston's defense is very, very deep. Boston's defense is fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, they're scratching guys on a nightly basis that are starting for quite a few other teams at this point. Yes. Um, and, and they're pretty healthy. You know, that was one of the big questions coming in. Felino and, and Taylor Hall were both hurt coming in. Uh, I think I think Hall actually returned a couple games before the playoffs started. But they're both back playing. I, I know Felino's been in and out of the lineup. Don't get me wrong. Boston is very deep. I'm not trying to say they're not. I worry about a team like that exerting that kind of energy to achieve those kind of records. I mean, they, they set the wins record. They set the points record all in the same season. So fucking. The, yeah, dude, I, I couldn't fucking believe. I, OK, so when they were when they were going for the for the the first one, they got the, the it was the, the points, right? Oh, wins. They got for wins, wins. I'm sorry. They got the wins first. I'm like, OK. These guys are these guys are on a roll here, but then when they got the points, I'm like, holy fuck, man! Yeah. These Bruins, yeah, sure. And the Bruins have had a good team. I mean, for the last ten years, the Bruins have had a really good team. Eight years, yeah. let's say, eight years. They, they really have. But um, Anthony, I'm gonna get up. Uh, I'm gonna get up a 
the the bracket here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down through. So at the end of the second right now, um, we got the Bruins and Panthers. The Bruins are up two to nothing. Yeah, that's the game I have on in the background. Currently. That's the game you got on in the background. Now we also got the Hurricanes and the Islanders. We haven't really talked about them yet. Now, what what is your? Now I I always ask every hockey fan this. And I always go through this, Tim. I think you and I have talked about the Hurricanes, but what is your? A lot of people despise the Hurricanes. Are you one of those guys that are just like, "Fuck, man, I I just I just can't get behind Carolina," but I will. But you're you're like, I can't get behind them, but I will admit that they are a great team. Are you one of those guys, or do you really just see them as like they're just a fucking they're just a good team because they really are, they really are a good team. So for Carolina, um, or Tim, will you you want to jump on that one first? No, no, um, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Sorry, I'm playing with my microphone. Um, for me, eh, I don't know. I, I hate Tampa Bay. <laughs> I, don't, yes, I, don't, I, I forgot about I that. I don't see Carolina as that team. For me, that team is Tampa Bay. It's just like enough. Enough of you guys already. Uh, Carolina, for a while, we, we were calling them the Rangers, the Rangers South. All the yeah, way down there. I agree with that. Winning a freaking cup down there with the, you know, four, you know, getting close with the Rangers. So I don't hate them too much. They're a good team, but. Eh. They, they, they are, but I'm not. I'll just throw this in quick. I'm not a, I'm not giant on Carolina, and I. Oh, I can't yeah, root for the Islanders either. So you know, I I can. I love the Islanders, but uh, Anthony, hit hit us up with the uh, with the Carolina and the and the Islanders uh, series here. So I've been really impressed with Carolina, but I want to I want to put like an asterisk next to that when I say that. When I when <laughs> I say I've been impressed with them, I thought the Islanders were going to give them a harder time than they have thus far. I really thought Carolina wouldn't have trouble splitting in, uh, excuse me, the Islanders wouldn't have trouble splitting in Carolina. And they obviously lost both of those games. They did. Uh, Carolina being without their, arguably their second best forward and Andre Sveshnikov who tore his ACL about four Ooh. or five weeks ago. So he's, he's done for the year. And then in game two, they lose Tivo Teravainen to a broken hand. Um, if you, if you ask Rob Brindamore about that, Rob Brindamore felt it was a dirty play, felt uh, he got tomahawked and, didn't like that one, but Tivo Teravainen's now out for the series too. So I, I really, the team was already struggling to score points mm-hmm. since they've lost Sveshnikov. Now Teravainen's gone too, and we're still expecting them to score points. But the Islanders have struggled to score points in this series. They, and, they and, have, and and that's something when they brought in Bo Horvat, it took a little bit of time. But as Horvat kind of got familiarized himself with the team and stuff, their scoring started to to jump up. And they were actually scoring, had, were scoring on average about a half goal more per game than they were before they traded for him, which is a pretty big jump. They went from, I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. I think they went from 2.7 to 3.2 something. That's so a big was, jump. That, half a goal is a huge jump, especially That's when we're talking f- about just really one player. Big time. You know? and, and, you know, a lot of people thought Horvat's goal scoring this season, which is, you know, at the highest rate he's ever scored in his career was fluky and while the goal scoring kind of crashed down a little bit once he got to, to the Islanders, you know, the scoring in general for the team jumped up, which speaks to how good of a player he is. So I really felt the Islanders would have an easier time than they've had so far. And and one thing in hockey, I know the Islanders are down 2-0 right now. That series is far from over. The Islanders could easily run off the next two, and it's a brand-new series. And, Even and if the know, Islanders – yeah, I mean – And, you know, you it's know tied. It's, it's tied 1-1 right now. It's tied 1-1. The Islanders game? Yeah, yeah so I hadn't uh, – Hadn't put it on yet. <laughs> we're uh, we're in period uh, three too. You only got six minutes left, and they're tied one one. I, I so might this, have to change that. This is this is a kick kicking game. Um, so we talked about Bruins and Panthers. We talked about those. Now, uh, so you got in an, in another in another series. 
uh, and Tim and I haven't really spoken about these two teams. Well, Tim and I don't get a lot chance to talk about hockey a lot. We do, but um, usually only at this time. But you got the Jets and the Golden Knights both in, in a play. Now, Winnipeg came back, you know, years ago after they'd been – they turned into the Phoenix Coyotes, and then now they're back to the Winnipeg Jets. So you got the Winnipeg Jets and the Golden Knights in a playoff here. Like oh, yeah. I, I and and the, the Knights are good. The Knights are really good. But how um, I don't know, but they are good. <laughs> yes, I, I don't understand that either because on paper, actually, you never really watched it on paper. They're 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 a good team, but they're not to the caliber, say, like of the Avalanche or or, or the Bruins or the Rangers or anything like that. They're nothing compared, I in my opinion. No, I agree completely. I mean, if you look at the Golden Knights, especially if you look at their forward group, you know, obviously led by Jack Eichel and Mark Stone, who uh, miraculously healed as soon as the playoffs start, as he does every year. It's pretty incredible. I I thought Um, that was funny. It's amazing how when the salary cap doesn't matter anymore and he doesn't need to be on LTIR, he's like, oh, back's feeling great now. Let's go. Playoff hockey. You know, uh, it's they had me fooled this year. I'm not going to lie. I thought this was the year he was actually going to miss time. Game when the playoffs comes up, guess who's in the lineup? Mark Stone back back again but on fucking fire yeah oh yeah and he's played doesn't look like someone who missed uh three four months with a back injury no seems like he's okay yeah seems, seems to like me he's like been, he's okay he's been practicing somewhere yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> he's still skating yeah he looks fine but if you look at their forward depth obviously eichel and mark stone tremendous players but it doesn't seem like their forward depth stacks up with a lot of the other teams in the playoffs i mean if you look at some of the real I know. I, I agree completely. I don't think, it, yeah. and I like Mark Stone a lot. I think Mark Stone is a great player when he plays. That's always been his problem is that he just doesn't play a lot. I think he's well, played more than 65 games only once in his nine, 10 year career at this point. So it's, it's tough to really count on a guy like that. Jack Eichel just scored his first playoff goal in game two. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the first time he scored a goal in the playoffs. Now, granted, it was also only, I think like his fifth or sixth playoff game. So he hasn't played a lot in the playoffs. No, but, you know, that's supposed to be one of your primary forwards. And I think he's a great player, but I don't think they stack up. And even a team like Winnipeg, who was basically the last team to get in the Western Conference, Mark Shifley, Kyle Connor, Nicola Ehlers, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, like those are all just as good of players as a Mark Stone or a Jack Eichel, except there's a lot more of them in Winnipeg. And then right. we're not even talking about their defense or their goaltending. No, they're, and their goaltending surprised me this year. I, I was, I was, I, I wasn't real sure if I were to look like in the beginning of the season at Winnipeg. I honestly, I, and I'm not, and it just might be my stupid take on hockey, but I thought, and I want to say it was weak, but I thought there where they needed the most work was the goaltending. Honestly, I did. Yeah, I mean, Hellebuck struggled mightily last year, and, he, and he maybe, yeah, obviously he's, he had he's had a he did win a Vesna once upon a time, but. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with hockey goaltending, if you don't show consistency, like, it's great that you won the award, but what does it matter two years later if you're not playing this thing? 100%. I mean, that that, that goes to, like, you know, that's like a Curtis Joseph or a – I mean, yep. these guys were revered – like, Curtis Belfour, these guys revered as the greatest – some of the greatest goalies of all time. And then the the twilight of their career – I mean, not even midway through. Like, you know, they they, they start struggling. You, Joseph yep. goes to the, uh, to the Red Wings. Uh, Belfour goes from the Stars to, to my Maple Leafs. And he couldn't pull it off. So, yeah, yeah, I thought that was just fall apart. Oh, they were falling apart. Now, how about how about the okay? So we we got through the the Golden Knights here. I'm curious. um, Give me your take. And Tim, I want to hear yours, too, on the Seattle 
Colorado series because this is an interesting one to me. One, I didn't see coming, number one. And number two, I really thought the Avalanche were going to pound the shit out of them. And it, the series is tied one-to-one. And yep. the Avalanche only won by one goal. So, Tim, go ahead. Give me give me a little bit on, on Seattle where you where, what, and, and Avalanche, what you think about them. And then, Anthony, uh, give us uh, – Give us some uh, give us some rundown on it. But go ahead, Tim. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that there's a team called the Seattle Kraken. I, I am too. My, I still I can't get too. my head around that. Every time I see the jersey or the name, I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Is that, is that a real team? Is that where we are? But um And isn't the no. Kraken isn't the Kraken like in the Caribbean or like the, the, the mid Atlantic? Like that's where he lives. Like he doesn't live like up in Seattle. I would have thought that was like uh Yeah, I thought know. he was in the Atlantic. I thought he was in yeah. the Atlantic somewhere. Yeah, I don't the, know, the Pacific so Northwest. Yeah, like like the megalodon or something's up, or the those big whales are up in the Seattle area. But yeah, the anyway, infamous kraken of Seattle, the <laughs> infamous kraken, Seattle king crab or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been a better off. Um, no, I I I agree with you, Eric. I thought Colorado would run them over and run them over quick and easy, but I did too. Again, like we said, playoff hockey is not the same. The hottest you you can just be the worst team coming in. Get hot and run run through two rounds like it was nothing. And well, those nothing sticks are on fire. Yep. Yeah. Nothing oh, surprises me so far. Nothing is going to surprise. That's why it's hard. To, it's hard to even sit here and be like, "Well, what do you think?" This gonna what? But like Andy, you just said, Islanders could win two right the next two games. You the got next a whole two. new series, and then guess what? You're going seven. If they win the yep. next two, they're going seven, and it's yeah, gonna be a, it, it'll be a great seven series. Same thing with this series. Mm-hmm. Colorado should be beating them. Nope. Should one should one. Be, yeah. Again, yeah, honestly. Be a great series. The series is 1-1. I think Seattle's outplayed them for six periods, though, and just yeah, Colorado had a nice little run. I mean, they scored two goals essentially, I think it was 48 seconds apart in yep. the second period, and that was really what changed the game. But Seattle's – a lot of people didn't believe in Seattle. I was one of them. They, I was too. They shot at an insanely high percentage this year, something that is almost always considered unsustainable because – if your name's not Connor McDavid, you don't shoot 19% <laughs> on pucks at the net. Like, the, people don't do that. And Jared McCann and Ellie Tolvanen are both doing it. Yep. And then the playoffs roll around, and guess what? Nothing's changed. They're still scoring. So, but, uh, honestly, it looks like Colorado is underestimated them, too. It looks like we're I, not the only I ones think that so. didn't take them seriously. Mm-hmm. Colorado doesn't look like they took them seriously. And, and Tim, Tim uh, mentioned something important there. Uh, like, like the the point that I that I made was – and you, you, you guys have both made it uh, a couple times. This playoff hockey, like I went in, and that, and that's the joy of playoff hockey. I went in thinking, oh, they're gonna, they're just gonna pound the shit out of them. And lo and behold, we got a series here. I mean, we got, oh, we yeah. got, a, we got a tight series, and it's like, and it, and it's exciting because it's like, you know, you're almost going in looking to not get let down, but looking to be like, all right, well, this is gonna be whatever. I'll just flip back and forth. But no, man, you can sit and watch this game and be on the edge of your seat. Absolutely, and, uh, this series. Both of those series, the last two we just talked about, I, I did not have high expectations for either of them. Winnipeg had been so inconsistent mm-hmm. since January 1st. I thought Vegas would steamroll them. And needless to say, those two series have been phenomenal. And that, that's kind of what we let off for the show with. Like, if you're not watching playoff hockey right now, I don't know that there's been a bad series to watch so far. I mean, if they've I, all if, been entertaining. If, if I were going to get someone to start watching hockey, it'd be playoff hockey. Yeah, I say absolutely. I say start watching, start watching the playoffs, and then worry about next season. You'll yeah. get hooked. You'll get hooked watching the playoffs. Then, then you can get into it. Like I said, I, I, that's what I would do because it's a whole other world. Oh yeah, it's My, a different animal. The guy I I work with, the butcher. I work at a grocery store. I'm a grocery store manager, and 
uh, my, the butcher that is at our store. He is a he's a diehard football guy. He listens to, you know, pardon my take and Pat McAfee, and he's all fucking. He's all about it. But he told me he's like, I I can't sit through five minutes of a hockey game. He goes until the playoffs. He goes then I can't stop fucking watching. And I'm it's like, are you problem. serious? He's like, yeah, dude. He goes, I'll put on a playoff hockey. He goes, I want. There'll be nothing else on the rest of the night. He goes, I'll be watching this. I'll be flipping back to that. So that 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 strengthens our point about how 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 totally different playoff hockey is, and uh, it's it's fucking awesome. There's just no and, other. And also, you know, when when a team wins the cup, you got to watch that. You got to watch. Oh, yeah. it. You got to you got to watch the teams. There's nothing better than watching a team celebrate the Stanley Cup. No, you know, if they won it five in a row, that fifth one is still. Yep. When when they win, it's still so magical to watch a team win that cup. I I, I don't think I've ever have I ever missed one. I don't think I've missed one. I, I, Even if I hate the team, I was like, I gotta yeah. watch. I gotta watch the ceremony because it's always great to watch. I always oh, yeah. have to. I always happen to catch it, and it's even. It's even. And I, I'm I'm not trying to sound like like sappy nostalgic, but even when they're home too, it's like it just gives it gives that arena that electricity just just goes through the fucking roof. Oh, like yeah. it's it's so good. I, and I think something that that really adds to that allure of the Stanley Cup. Think about this: if you go to Yankee Stadium. I'm not a Yankees fan. I don't think either of you two are either. Uh, Yankees... Die hard over here, this guy. This guy. Oh, you're a Mets fan. You and Steve? No? No. Okay, well. T- so Timmy's Tim's a Yankee. Probably... All right, well, that's fine. I, I, I don't personally have any, um, as a Marlins fan, I don't have any dog in that race. But you go to Yankee Stadium, there's 27 trophies in the building. You can go mm-hmm. see each of those 27 trophies. You go to the Staples Center in Los Angeles, you can see 17 Larry O'Brien trophies. They may look a little different, but there's 17 of them in there yep. that the Lakers have won. I can go to the arena where the Avalanche played, and they won last year. And guess what? That Stanley Cup ain't in the building no. because you don't keep it. Nope. You get your name on it, but that bad boy goes somewhere else next year. And I think that really adds to that, mm-hmm. that you know, hey, everyone wants that day with the cup. And I that's think a that's good point. One of the coolest things about the, the Stanley Cup to me is the fact that there is one Stanley Cup. Obviously, they have everyone gets it for stuff, it. But yeah, every, but everyone the, gets it for a day, and the stories that they they tell about that fucking cup are some oh, of the greatest stories Jesus. I've ever heard in my life. They, they are. are incredible. They are. Oh my goodness! I, I love the Stanley Cup stories. Well, let's get let's go get going. Islanders, back. Islanders just took the lead, by the way. They did. Yeah, I was I was just gonna tell you that, but I want to get your take uh, real quick on two more series. Of course, we got the Stars in the Wild and the Oilers and the Kings. So pick one quick, pick one that you want to do first, and uh, give us your rundown on uh, on whichever whichever one of those two series. I, I would love to talk about both of them. I'll, I'll do. I want you, I want you to talk about both of them, but I want you to do you, no. you choose you choose which one you want to talk about first. I'm I'm going to start off with uh, Dallas and Minnesota. Okay. And and again, Tim and I were talking about this earlier. <laughs> that series is the most physical. I think one of the most physical playoff series I've ever watched. They've played two games. And I, I kid you not, those guys have just been beating the shit out of each other every second they're on the air. Nobody, nobody's passing up chances for checks. If no. they have a chance to, to make a check, they're finishing their check. Don't matter who it is on the ice, they're finishing all their checks. The after the whistle stuff <coughs> is absolutely outrageous as well. And those are two teams known for their physicality, and they're yes. not afraid of it. No. Uh, I think uh, one, of the, one of the greatest clips I saw was, uh, what was it, right before the playoffs started with the Minnesota Wild head coach. Uh, God, who were they playing? They were playing Winnipeg. Winnipeg. The Winnipeg yep. head coach was upset about, felt that they were playing dirty. 
mm-hmm. and he's over there yelling at and I and the names escape me right now that I'm not great with the coach names I'm, that's something I gotta work I'm, on I'm, I'm not I'm not either but the, 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 the Winnipeg coach is yelling at the Minnesota coach the Minnesota coach is just staring at him and he finishes yelling and he just come on come on over here <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that's that's the attitude that team plays with yeah oh you want to talk well you can come over here and we can do more than talk and yeah, that's how they I, play hockey, man. They are, and, I, and I'm sure that that he would have been more than willing to oblige it because you know, oh yeah, that, that motherfucker, that motherfucker, he's gritty, man. <laughs> he's a gritty motherfucker. I, I I I'm very upset at myself for not having his name in front of me. I but am if, too. If, if if you've watched if you watched him play hockey when he played hockey, uh, he was not afraid to drop some gloves. No, and I think that's probably one of the coolest things about hockey is when you see with some of these coaches. It's like Rob Brindamore. Rob Brindamore. I was, was going to bring him up when you brought his name up. I was gonna. I think he could still step on the ice and beat the living tar out of a lot of people. I mean, he, he's from Philadelphia mainly. Like, he was a Philadelphia guy in the beginning of his yep. career. So, he knows that this guy's been through hell. He played with Lindros and LeClaire and Desjardins and all those guys and Mark Recchi. I mean, Mark Recchi was more of a scoring Mark touch. But, oh, my gosh. But, but like, you know, you got Desjardins, Lindros, and LeClaire, three of the biggest guys in the league, three of the most physical guys in the league. And Brindamore was on a line, I think, with – I think with – it was at Legion of Doom line, but I think Lindros was the center for that one because Claire was left. Desjardins, I think he was the defenseman. No, Brindamore might have been the right wing. Brindamore might have been the right wing. He might have been for a period of time. For a I period. Think that, uh, he, he was mostly yeah. a center, right? I be- yes. Yeah, he was mostly a center. But, yeah, uh, Minnesota and uh, and uh, uh, Dallas had been making – they've been making highlights on every, every sports channel, like when they when – they, uh, uh, not, I should say everyone, but I've seen more than one highlight of, of that of the the sportscasters commenting on how physical they they're both playing. So yeah, and they've got a lot of heavy hitters in that series too. Ryan Reeves, probably one of the toughest guys in all of hockey. Um, Agreed. You saw the hit Matt Dumba laid on uh, Joe Pavelski in Game One. I mm-hmm. think it was a little of a cheap shot, but you know, playoff hockey. The re- officials said it was count. It was okay. Then, hey, who am I to say it's not? The Pavelski's probably done for. I think he might be done for the playoffs after that one. Which I don't know if he's coming back. You asked me about who I liked in the East. I talked about the Rangers, and and I do think the East, as much as a a team like you know the 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 Hurricanes or the the Islanders, like those are great teams and all. But I think it's really a two horse race in the East between uh, Boston and the Rangers. I think they're on a collision course. I think they've been on a collision course since the deadline, I and agree. I can't wait for that series in the I West agree. though. I really liked Dallas. I thought Dallas had probably one of the more complete teams in the Western Conference. They have oh, really? Depth. I, I think so. Jason Robertson is a stud. Interesting. Rupe, Rupe Hintz is tremendous. And they split those guys up. Jamie Benn has rebounded after having a few down years. Even Tyler Sagan had kind of a bounce back here. Miro Haskinen is one of the best two-way defenders in hockey. He's going to get a, a ton of Norris votes this year. And Jake Ottinger has played if, if in any other season – where there's not a Linus Allmark with, with what Linus Allmark for Boston did this year, Jake Ottinger would be uh, maybe not a favorite, but would be heavily discussed in the, in the Vesna. Mm-hmm. And he's not really getting any discussion about it, which is crazy. He had a great season. No, they're not um, mentioning his name in anything to, to, to do with that at all. He had a phenomenal which is surprising. Year. He did have a phenomenal yeah. year, but I, I, that just speaks to this year was kind of a weird year. Scoring was up, but then you had guys like Linus Allmark who had just been, absurd year that's unseen but you know what was it like a nine nine three four save percentage 
His goals mm-hmm. against average was below two. I, uh, led the league in wins and didn't even start fifty games. No, I mean those are those are crazy stats. I mean, it, I would have liked to have seen him start a few more games compared to some of his counterparts. But you know, he's he's going to win the award regardless. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I I really like Dallas coming into the playoffs. I thought they had a great chance to win the West. I like their depth, like their defense. I like the fact that they could play. I think that's one of the biggest things that doesn't get talked about enough when the playoffs roll around. A lot of good teams, and it's one of the reasons I was a little nervous about Boston. I feel Boston plays one style of hockey, and they're just so good at playing that one style of hockey. I agree with that. You kind of have to follow suit with them. I agree with that. And it's one of the reasons I like a team like Dallas. Dallas, and I think Colorado did this a lot last year. Or I'm sorry, Tampa two years ago did this a lot. Where they come into a game, and Tampa would basically just say, how do you want to play? You want to play a 7-6 game? That's fine. You want to play a one nothing two one game where we just beat the hell out of each other? Hey, we can do that too. I think Dallas has that kind of depth and that kind of team where they can kind of mold themselves to play however you want to play. You, you want to you, play like you, this? You think they can? Like you think this? they can adapt to to whatever team they're playing and match them? I mean, no, I wouldn't say I'll play them, but match them in whatever whatever style they're going at. Yeah, match them. Yeah. Get get close enough to in that style to where they can just at that point let the players like Heiskanen and, and Rupe Hints and Jason Robertson and uh, Wyatt John the rookie Wyatt Johnson who led rookies and goals this year just go to work and you know and with Jake Ottinger in the back end playing great hockey it's it's a winning formula. I do think though if Pavelski's gonna be out for the rest of the playoffs, which I personally think it could be that could be a career ender for him. This is multiple concussions for him. He's not a young guy in hockey terms anymore. I, no. I, I do question if he's going to be able to come back from it. I hope he does. You think, you think a, those concussions are going to play a big a big part in his future he, here? He's 38, 38, oh, 39. Oh, Jesus Christ, no. Okay. But yeah, so, I mean, in, in hockey terms, he's, he's not a young guy anymore. No. You know, he still plays great, but he's, he's not young. No. And it, that's just – that's a lot of wear and tear on him. And he's already at kind of like the tail end of his career. I just wonder – I wonder how you rebound from something like that. And and that's, those that's my question. those effects from those concussions aren't going to sh- start showing themselves for a few years yet either. Like there's going to be you're going to have the slow the slow indications of how that is. Like he might slur a little, he might forget a little, but like you know, as he gets into his fifties, man, like he he might have a tough time because you don't know with these head injuries. You don't know there could be yeah, there, there could be nothing, or or you could be Shawn Michaels with like one eye going like this way and that way, and and you know what I mean. <laughs> The heartbreak to, kid, man. The heartbreak. I had to I throw. Uh, I had to throw a wrestling reference in there. I had to. We always do. But uh, give me, uh, give me your take quick on the Oilers Kings, and I'm going to segue into something else after that. So give us your, give us what's going on. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I've been paying attention to this, but not as much as I have the other series. Oh, the so Oilers that, Kings. That that was a series coming in. I thought was going to be the best, the most entertaining series to watch. Okay. Uh, the Oilers, another team. This is a team that at the trade deadline before they made the trade with Nashville to pick up Matias Ekholm mm-hmm. was lingering around in the wild card area. A lot of people wondered if they'd even make the playoffs, which seems crazy now. And essentially, from that I, point on, I wondered. The best team in hockey. Oh, no, I did too. I, I, I wondered. Did. I even wondered after they made the trade for Ekholm. And, and mm-hmm. obviously, being a Predators fan, I knew how good of a defenseman Matias Ekholm was. Right. I watched him a lot, and he's a tremendous defenseman. He, get, he does not get talked about enough, but I won't go on a rant about him. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't. I knew that he was going to help them, and I knew he could be the kind of guy that helped change their identity. I didn't think he would be able to do so much of that in such a little amount of time. 
He only wow. played 17, 18 games with them in the regular season. I think and so, I was yeah. Watching, I was watching game one in the first two periods, and I say the first two periods because it felt like Edmonton kind of went to sleep in the third mm-hmm. end of game one, and that's when Los Angeles came back and, and stole one, really, in my opinion, because they had no business winning that game, and they did. But no, um, That was a gimme. First, that was a gimme. Yeah. You watch the first two periods of, that team, uh, of game one in that Edmonton-LA series, and you watch the way Edmonton's playing, not just players like Matias Ekholm, but you watch the Connor McDavid's, the Kyle Yamamoto's, who's in one penalty kill, Kyle Yamamoto blocked four shots in one penalty kill. Yeah. One shift on a penalty kill blocked four shots. Kyle Yamamoto is five foot six and weighs like 165 pounds. He's yeah. the, the size a, of a small child. That's like, Theo Fleury right there. Like, you yeah. know. And, and then that's not a guy who's known for like throwing weight around or anything like that. He's a tiny little speedster who likes to score. And I watched him on the penalty kill, diving in front of pucks, putting his body on the line to block shots. And it, that is not something if you watched Edmonton prior to Matias Ekholm arriving, that is not something that I feel the way they play. Mm-hmm. And they, they just have a total different mindset with the way they play. And offensively, I mean, I don't think we need to talk a lot about Connor McDavid. He's, in my <laughs> opinion, probably the, I don't want to get too crazy. I won't say he's as good as a certain someone, but me personally, I've never seen anyone do some of the stuff that he does. Well, I, I'm glad that you brought his name up because that's what I was going to segue into. I want to talk with you about Connor McDavid a little bit because let's, I do it. I actually listen, man. I Tim and Tim hates this about me. I love Sidney Crosby. I think Crosby's one of the most talented hockey players that's ever graced. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. And he is. He's soft. He is soft. He's he's like a Cub Scout, and he's soft. I get it. But you can't deny this guy's talent. He he's he is an unbelievably talented, unbelievably talented uh, uh, player. But Connor McDavid, there's just something about this kid. The plays he makes, the points he scores, the goals he scores. I mean, you know, th- this is a guy – this is the, he's he's is he a playmaker? Is he a goal scorer? What is he? He can everything? do whatever he wants. He could be everything. He's and like, you and, and you said, wait a minute now. You said you didn't want to compare him to a certain someone. Okay, and that's fair because it's not you know you can't compare a lot or anybody really to a certain someone, but you can compare attributes and abilities that they share. So I'm curious. I want to hear your take on Connor McDavid. So. Oh, okay. I didn't want to compare him to a certain someone. I'm going to go out there and say it anyway. You might as well. I think Connor McDavid is the best offensive player that's ever played hockey. Period. Wow. Ever. Really? Ever. There, when Connor McDavid makes some of these highlight plays and you watch them back, it looks like Connor McDavid is playing a, diff- playing a different sport than everybody else. <laughs> it doesn't look like he's playing the same sport as the players. I agree. He, the, the, what was it again? I think it was this season against the Rangers. Mm-hmm. He, he is the only player I have ever seen that will actively and regularly take on three, four, five members of a defense by himself. And by succeed. himself. Yeah, no no passing, not even having any other rushers with him. He's and literally he'll, attacking and he'll beat him. And he'll beat him. Oh, yeah, the entire team. And some of the things that he does to these poor goaltenders, I really feel bad for them. Oh, he I, makes, I, him, I really he makes them look like clowns, dude. He makes oh, them look like a clown. Goodness. And, and listen. His, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish this up. The hand speed, the foot speed, the intelligence, the, the you know, people talk about, oh, that, that guy, he really has the puck on a string. I honestly believe Connor McDavid literally has a string attached to the puck in his stick <laughs> when he plays hockey. Some of the stuff he does, it makes no sense that it would work, and he does I, it regularly. 
I agree. And here's the thing about comparing him to a certain someone. Now, you got to under a lot of people, especially the armchair hockey guys that, that you know, they're sports fans, but they, they don't get as in depth. Like, Tim is a well rounded sports fan. Tim is a football, baseball, he's a hockey guy. Tim, you're, I wouldn't call you a huge basketball guy, but you know enough. I don't like today. Can, I don't like today's game. I think it's right. a bunch of crybaby wusses. And I, I agree with you 100. percent Tim yeah. is a guy who is a is a sports fan. He understands it. He understands all the sports that he watches, and he will understand, as will you, what I'm about to say. Uh, well, you get these guys that 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 they're like, oh yeah, well he's this guy's the greatest. You can't compare this guy. Now listen, Gretzky, wherever he went, always had the best protection. He had Paul Coffey. He had Rob Blake. He had, uh, was a Bukagoon and the Rangers? Or, yeah, I call him Bukagoon. Um, he had him. He had all these guys. Uh, at Brian Leach. I mean, he had these guys, and th- there was a cloud around him. I mean, I am not saying that he wasn't the most talented player, you know, that ever played the game. And I'm not, and I'm not, at, yes, at that time, I'm not saying that his accolades aren't worthy, but he had yeah. he, he 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 was literally had a wall around him. Okay, McDavid does not. McDavid doesn't have Rob Blake. He doesn't have Paul Coffey. He doesn't have Brian Leach. He doesn't have all these guys that are throwing themselves out there in front of him that are that are taking taking the hits. Taking Gretzky got into what one one squ- squirmish. One or two, and you didn't even get it. What wasn't even a penalty? He just yeah, kind of like not known for getting into skirmishes. Mr. No. Gretzky there. <laughs> how about how about Lemieux? Another guy kind of more like Connor McDavid than Gretzky is. Lemieux would fight. Lemieux would take two, three guys on at a time and score. I think yeah. that McDavid and Lemieux are are closer than Gretzky is because I think I honestly think Lemieux is more talented than Gretzky was. I I really. Uh... I I'm I'm a Mario Lemieux guy. Fuck him! Oh, oh, come I, on. I, so listen, we, all these players. I know you talked about the, the physical guys that they were able to play with, especially in terms of Gretzky, who always had one of those mean, mean guys around him to oh, keep he him. Always clean. had somebody to keep him clean. Oh yeah, and that's you know credit to the teams he played on. They they of made course. sure he had one of those guys with him, so that you know good. But that does change the way you play. It does. Connor McDavid hasn't really always had one of those guys, but also I think. Even if people want to go try and take shots on Connor McDavid, if he, if Connor McDavid decides you're not going to catch him, guess what? You're not going to catch him. No, nope. I, I don't think there's anyone I've ever seen faster on skates. I mean, he zero to sixty in Ferrari speed is he's 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 got jump. That guy's got a lot oh, of jump. It's how oh, fast he accelerates jump. that blows me away. I mean, he yes. will go from almost a glide to full speed in what feels like a stride, one stride. He just puts one. One skate on the ground and he's going full speed already, and I don't know how he does that. Now I always uh, thought I always thought Crosby was a fast skater, which he is. He's a fast skater. He make Connor McDavid makes him look. I mean, I'm sorry about your favorite player, Tim. I you know I don't mean to to knock Sidney Crosby down on you, but um, no, McDavid makes him look look like like a like an old man with a fucking with a with a with a walker. I mean, he's <laughs> he, he he is that he is that quick. He is that yeah, he, quick. He is. He's a total – and he's not a small guy. That's one thing a lot of people don't really talk about with, with Wayne Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky was not big. 
No, he's like, what, 5'10", maybe, 180 pounds? 5'10", 5'11", yeah, like 180, I, 190. I, I, I met him. He's tiny. Yeah, he's a little guy. And they can't – listen – they kayfabe height and hockey too, and wait, wait they do. Did, oh, I, yeah. I, I, did I tell you my Wayne Gretzky story? No, I can't say I met him. I had the best to say, time to, to, to tell it. All right, well, you, this is the thing. You got it. We got to hear it now, Anthony. I work at uh, ABC, which is also Disney owns so ESPN. Oh, wow. well, I work at ESPN basically. Yeah, I, I come off the bus, I come out, and a guy walks out. Now, <laughs> Gretzky has so much done to his face, surgery wise. When I first saw him, I didn't know it was him. So I'm looking at him, looking at him. He's looking at me. I was like, I don't know the fuck. That. I stop and I go, that guy looks real fucking familiar. And I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm going. <laughs> he's waiting for his car to plop. And I'm sitting there staring at him, a laser. I'm like, if I, if that's who I think it is, I'm going to be pissed that I lost my opportunity. And then I heard someone go, dude, that's Wayne Gretzky. I went, fuck, fuck, I was him. It and was just him. As soon- and it just as he was My getting in the car, and he was—he's about yay big. He's about yay big on me. Yeah, he's a little guy. But he had like—I don't know if it was just makeup from the television appearance that he did, but it did not look like—it didn't look like him at first. I mean, if he looked like classic Gretzky, I'd have been, dude, Wayne Gretzky, what's up, man? I would have shook his hand or grabbed a picture with him. But no, I was like, who is that, and why do I know him from? Like he looks really freaking familiar. No Wayne Gretzky. shit, you fucking—you fucking saw Wayne, the great one. You were in the presence of the great one. I was within wow. five feet of the great one, and I didn't know it was wow. him. I feel like such so, an asshole. So, so if we're going to talk about all these, we're talking about some historic great players right now. Where where does where does Alexander Ovechkin enter this conversation? I was going to, you know what? I, I was going to bring him in. I was going to bring 10. him in. He, he is top ten. He's top ten. I but don't want to admit you, it either. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously, I'm not going to debate eras. Okay. I think we could all agree it was probably a little easier to score in the 80s and 90s than it is today. Oh, 100%. Goaltend- goaltenders, for one, I don't know if you've ever watched some of the highlights of some of the goals that these guys scored back then, but goaltenders would, were standing upright with pads that were only about yay big mm-hmm. uh, oh, trying to God. block some of these shots. It was like having pencils on your arms. I mean, With, that's, with yeah. bullshit and masks. <laughs> yeah, with bullshit if, masks. If you if, Watch a lightning game and look how big Andre Vasilevsky looks, looks in goal. 6'4", 220 pounds. He's to a play fucking moose. linebacker, and he's, in a, he's a goalie. He's a fucking moose. You know, he, that guy, he's massive. Um, and so I say that because I think with what Ovechkin has done in his career, goal scoring-wise, especially mm-hmm. in terms of the power play, yeah. and I'm not going to debate the analytics of what he does on the power play. Everyone in the <laughs> arena, when they go on the power play, knows where Alexander Ovechkin is. You don't yep. have to be looking at him. You know exactly where he is. He's going to be on that left-hand circle, and he's yep. going to be setting up for his shot. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows it. Every goalie, every def- everyone, everyone knows it. And he still scores regularly from there. Yes. I don't know how that works. I, See, you know, now, Ovechkin's a perfect example. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but he's a perfect example of you hate a guy because he's one of your rivals. But when he won the cup, I was so happy for him. I was, I, was, I, I was watching him celebrate. I was so, and he became a legend because that dude was drunk for about thirty fucking straight days. And no dude, lie. Every show he did, <laughs> he every was. appearance, he was fucking hammered. He I was, was like, trashed. dude, I like Ovechkin now because of this. He, so much. He had to have had the worst hangover at the end. Of um, the at least thirty days. At least thirty days. Oh, straight no drunk. doubt. No doubt. Every, every what is it? Uh, what was it at an Orioles game, at a Nationals game, at a, a Wizard? Was it a Wizards? No, I don't think it was a Wizards game. Dude, drunk, but, uh, 
showing up on TV shows. At the, at the, yeah, he looked kissing, trash. Kissing reporters and hugging reporters. It was like, oh, oh my God. he is trash. Going swimming in fountains in the middle of Washington. <laughs> Dude, it was fantastic. Yeah, I was really happy for him. Really happy so much for more him, respect Nicholas for him after that. Backstrom, TJ yeah. Oshie, uh, a lot of the guys on that team. Never a been a big of, yeah. Capitals fan. I'm not really. I'm not a Capitals fan, but it, I was, it was cool to see. But that's kind no. of what we talked about. Like every year, you can kind of watch one of those series. You can pull one of those stories out of there. You can mm. find one. I don't care who the team is. How? Uh, now listen, man. Ovechkin is running away with this goal scoring thing. But how long, Anthony? Do you think he's going to go? And how? You don't have to give me an exact one. Where where is he gonna end? Well, how many goals is he gonna end with? Is he gonna is he gonna hit nine? I don't. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I want to say no, but he, he scored forty again this year, didn't he? He scored forty. I don't know. I don't know how. Forty three, forty two. Yeah, I, 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 what was I, I knew it was over forty. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he just keeps scoring. Uh, I don't know if he'll get to nine hundred. I, 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 I don't think know how he did pass, it. I, he's definitely gonna pass Gretzky. I think. I know that he kind of downplays it, whether he wants to do it or not. But every time he hits one of these milestones and passes another one of these all-time greats, and you see his reaction when he does that, you can't tell me that it doesn't mean anything to him. He definitely wants to pass Gretzky. So oh, I think he he's de- going to – Yeah. He's 100% playing long enough to pass Gretzky. Now, is, is he, he, is he, is he at Brett Hull yet? Did he beat Brett Hull yet? I, I thought he passed him this year, didn't he? What, what was it this year? I, I, I'm going to have to – I'm going to pull it up. Here, I'm pulling it up too. I got Alex Ovechkin here. Let's see. What do we got here? Uh, stats, news, hockey. I mean, well, let's see. Oh, 42. He had 42 and, and 75 points in 73 games. So he's still he's still beating the ratio of games played points. He's still yeah. doing okay. Uh, the he's, last he couple passed, years, he, he didn't do too well. but he Yeah, he's he's second. So he's passed everyone. Gordy, Gordy Howe, Yarmir Yager, Brett Hall. Yeah, 822. Uh, yep. Dion, Phil Esposito. Uh, yeah, I mean, 822. Does he get to 900? Yeah, you know what? 78 goals? Yeah, he's going to get to 900. I think the better question. He's what, 38? Six? Let's see. Right. Yarmi Yager's still 30, playing 37. Still yeah. playing somewhere, so I'm sure he can make it a couple more he's years. Six, and and Yarmi Yager is the same age as his jersey number now. He's 68. And well, he, and he's, so, he's playing somewhere. <laughs> well, he is those, still playing. Those fucking Eastern European guys. I mean, they're just like they're like made of rawhide or something. Like they're just they're just beyond tough, and they're, they're just an, animal fucking athletes. It's it's ridiculous. Absolutely. Well, and, and let me ask you a question though, because you're talking about Conor Mc, you know, Conor Mc, uh, beating Gretzky, or whatever. And again, <laughs> you have to talk about errors, like you said. No, like I said I I will continue to say that Gretzky is the best. Well, McDavid might pass him eventually, but I'll still say Gretzky is the best because of the different errors. Just like the way I say he did things that no one else ever did, no one else ever saw. That's why he became such an iconic character. I kind of I I, 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 I aligned him along with Babe Ruth. Now Babe Ruth might have his records broken, but what that dude did in that era during that time, hitting more home runs than teams. He still will be the greatest baseball player of all time, in my opinion. Here's a bold Babe Ruth take. There's no right. baseball today if Babe Ruth doesn't come around. Exactly. Exactly. Agre- I, agree agree. I agree with that 100%. There's why people, you know, though, this guy's the greatest of all time. This great. No, Babe no. Ruth is because look at what he did by himself against an entire league of other players. You know what I'm saying? I think Gretzky's that way also. I think Point, so too. Even if all his records are broken. I'm gonna still go with Gretzky for. I'm still gonna go with him as the greatest. 
just because of so, what he did, when he did it, how he did it, you know, stuff like that. I, 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 can, I can get on board with that. Me personally, yeah. So it's my personal opinion. I think one of the most interesting things about when it comes to, like, the GOAT debates about different sports. So, obviously, if you talk basketball, <laughs> we're not going to get into it, but obviously <laughs> the debate there is LeBron-Michael. And it's pretty evenly split between who people who think it's LeBron and people who think it's Michael. You look at baseball, there's several names that will come into the, the conversation. Um, I, I always like to throw one out there that either either angers someone a lot or someone is like, yeah, you're probably right. I think Barry, Bonds is, the, I think Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player of all time. Oh, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear anything. Oh, I don't want to hear anything. Look at the gold gloves. Look at the gold gloves. And I'm not even talking gold gloves. I mean, he didn't get gold gloves from uh, taking steroids. How many, how many? Tim probably knows the answer to this one. So I'm not sure if you, you may, maybe neither of you know it. How many people are in the 500 500 club in baseball? 500 home runs, 500 stolen bases. How many one. members? One. There's one, and no one's even close. No, no, no one's, one's even close, close to that. The guys who have the stolen bases are hundreds of home runs away, and the guys that have the home runs are hundreds of stolen bases away. There's no one close. That's true. It, 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 and, that and, will and be hard for me the... to admit, again, because he's such an unlikable person to me. Oh, Tim hates oh, yeah. Barry Bonds, dude. Tim fucking hates him. Barry Bonds. And I won't his, disagree with you his, at his all. Mo- his motivation for wanting to beat McGuire's record, was, it was racial. That's a fact. You can look it up. You can Google it if you want. It's out there. Some people don't believe me when I say that, but it was. No, he it is. Like, he didn't like he's the a fact known, that, he's a, that a he's white a man. Known, yeah, he didn't like the fact asshole, that, a white, that a white man had the record, so that's when the – that's when he started getting a little broader and bigger and wider. And next thing you know, he's guys in the head. You know, started yeah, exactly. So <laughs> Boy, what a I, fucking I, big head. I can't respect that dude. I can't, but no, if you want to think he's the greatest, he's the greatest. The basketball, uh, me and Steve will battle, be battling this for the next 50 years because I will never say LeBron is the greatest of all time. Never. I can't either. Honestly, I can't either. Uh, I could. So one of, one of my favorite things is that uh, when I was in high school, I took debate class and in debate class, they used to force us to argue both sides of an argument. Um, and they would actually give us a, a topic, let us study for it on the side we were going to argue, and then when it came time to debate, make us argue the opposite side of it. <laughs> so I could I could sit here all day and give you stats on the Mike side of it and the LeBron side of it. I'm not going to get into that. I, I've, I have different questions I could ask you that would probably change your answers as well. Um, I, I, I'm not, not going to yeah. get into any of that. Um, but in hockey, this is back to what we were, I was getting at when it comes to the greatest of all time. In almost every sport, when you ask a majority of people, there is no clear like name that's going to show up like ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, basketball is as much as people lean one way or the other. It it's very split. It I, would, I would argue it's close to 50-50. Baseball, you know, baseball, you're going to have a list of names of people who think could be the greatest baseball player of all time. You know, when it I, comes I to ho- when it when it comes to hockey, I would argue that ninety plus percent of people. Are all going to say Wayne Gretzky? So I won't. I, I won't debate right. that he's the greatest of all time. I think the things that Connor McDavid does currently. Oh yeah. No one in the, no one in the history of hockey. No, I'll agree with do. you there. I'll agree with you there. That doesn't make him the greatest of all time, though. So, I, but we don't have to get into that. But I th- I always found that interesting. Is hockey is really the only sport when it comes to the greatest of all time? There's not a huge debate. There's not. Everyone's like Wayne Gretzky, and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's Wayne Gretzky. I mean, <laughs> like I mean, I mean his, his nickname says it all. He's the, the great, great one. one. He's exactly. the great one. Exactly. But, but you know, you, you have to take into consideration that Mario Lemieux <clears throat> didn't uh, didn't even play 1,000 games and had 
1723 points so marlon is exceptional player exceptional player exceptional player i mean look at look at these look at these i'm gonna just give you a few years from mario lemieux here like you know you're looking at uh 85 86 93 points uh uh or i'm sorry 141 points his rookie year he had 100 points uh second year 141 how about 87 88 he had 168 88, 89, he had 199 points. I mean, Wayne Gretzky was the only one who even got close to that. Mario did it in 76 games. 76 games. Here you go. 83, 84, 23-year-old Wayne Gretzky, 83, 84. He scored 87 goals. He had 118 assists, which is good for 205 points in 74 games. 74 games. 74 games. And he's the only player to break 200. Twice, right? Three times. Three, three times. Because he One, had 215. Two, times. 215, 215, 208, and 205. 205. That's exactly what it was. years at that, by the way. That was mm-hmm. that was back-to-back-to-back to back to back years. I'm always – I'm not going to – I'm I'm not going to recant that Gwayne is not the great – he probably is. There's no question. But Mario was such an incredible player. And I mean, I'm not arguing his, he was, I, you know, I just, I don't like, I, I know you don't like the penguins. He's a penguin. I don't yeah, like him. He, Tim fucking hates the penguins <laughs> with a passion. Well, I, 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 obviously I don't like the penguins because of the 2017 Stanley cup. Mm. And I don't, and Ooh. I don't like the fact that I felt like coming back after the lockout, Ooh. they were handed the first pick, uh, which gave them your, your boy, Sidney Crosby. Yep. I didn't, un- did I didn't too. like that at all as a hockey fan. I, I hate to admit it, but you're right. You're you're right. No, you're right. Well, Gary Gary Bettman, I'll, I'll Gary Bettman has done a lot of great things for this sport, and I think uh, most recently this deal that they have with ESPN, this team, this this league is getting some of that big time exposure that they haven't really had in a long time. Yes. Um, I, they were going over some of the social media stuff on a game the first day that the NHL playoffs started this year. ESPN posted 21 different posts on, on their various social media accounts. And wow. basically they post the same thing on each one. It's just a, a standard thing. And they just put Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the same general thing mm-hmm. on that date of those 21 posts, 17 of them were about the NHL. And wow. of those 17 posts about the NHL, they generated more than 40 million impressions on people across social media. Now, while an impression doesn't necessarily mean the same thing as a TV viewer quite yet, we're getting there. We're it's, getting there. It's getting close. It's getting close. So that that exposure is only going to help the sport. And uh, like I like Tim it, said earlier, and Eric agrees, you want to get you got someone that's not into hockey, start them right now. Just just stick them in front of a TV. I don't care what series you put on; it doesn't matter. They've all been great. Just stick I them could, in front of a TV. I could stick my girlfriend in in front of the hockey game right now, and I guarantee you she would turn SVU off and start watching it. I guarantee <laughs> yeah, you she would. It's it's the best TV there is. Oh yes, you would. Favorite too. time, favorite time of the year. Playoff. Are you telling me if I put? Wait a minute. Yeah, you. T- I do this a lot. I argue with my girlfriend. It was, we just we we bicker on on air. It's it's kind of a it's kind of a gag. Wait, <laughs> hang on a second. Are you telling me that if I put on the Oilers and the Kings right now, if they were playing, and and Connor McDavid was on a hot streak. You wouldn't sit there and watch him like his stick is on fire, babe. Literally. What do you mean? No. <laughs> you don't have to have any idea what I'm talking about. That doesn't matter. 
that's irrelevant. If Connor no, McDavid, no, no, here, no, I'm not going to watch it. You know what? She's probably right because she's stubborn, <laughs> and she, she. The Oilers game is actually about to start too. Ten o'clock. What yeah, happened? Or, what happened with? Gone. What horse did who where? They were my pick. Oh, Edmonton was, my, was my pick out of the West. Oilers are pick mine too. They're they're mine too. I think I picked the Oilers. I like them in Dallas. Were the two teams I liked the most. I just thought Dallas was a more complete team, but Edmonton was. I mean, Edmonton. Depending, I think if you want to go back, what is it? All the way to January 9th. Uh, on January 9th, they lost a the game to the Kings, okay. and in that game, Connor McDavid said he felt the team something changed and the team had a turnaround. Since that game, they have had the best record in hockey. Yes. Period. And on top of that, since they got the <clears throat> home, their goals scored per game has somehow stayed the same, while their goals allowed have dropped again by that magical half goal margin, which is incredible that one player can have that kind of an impact. Hmm. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I think they're great. I think they just need to game one. I think they gave it away. Game two, they almost gave it away. You know, they yeah, again yeah. went up two and then kind of let the Kings crawl back into it. And that, that, mm-hmm. That's why I thought this was that was going to be the best series this, this first round because that Kings Oilers series. Both those too. teams are really really good. I they love are. the blend of the, the the youth that the Kings have along with the, some of those veterans that were that were there when they won that cup. How many years ago it was now? Um, so yeah, no, I think that's going to be a great series. That'll be the game I have on here tonight. Is the Oilers Kings? That's that series has been phenomenal. And then hey, if I feel like uh, you know that you know it's Friday night, not Saturday night, and I want to see some people beat the shit out of each other, I'll just turn on Minnesota Dallas, you know, because they're playing that night too. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of people beating the shit out of each other, we've uh, we've done some hockey talk here, and before uh, before we wrap the show up, we, we like to do a little bit of a general discussion. So, Anthony, and and pop culture pros, we 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 uh, we like to bust each other's chops a lot. We 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 bust each other's balls, mainly Tim and I are always, you know, Tim, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure by the chat you can tell that we. Yeah, you, you, can, you, you can tell who the whatever, but we, yeah. we, we, we have the, the, what we call the PCP height list. Now, the tallest guy in PCP is Matt Parker from the Black Lincoln Collective. He's 6'5". Then you got Eddie, Big Eddie, he's 6'3". Uh, I'm, I'm between 6'2 and 6'3". And Bert says he's 6'2", but I think he's fucking lying. Um, I think he's about fucking six feet. Tim's about six feet. I'm six. Where do you lie? Where, where do you lie in all this, Anthony? How tall are you? Give us your stats. It, it, it depends on what gas station I'm leaving at the time. Okay, so you can no, be anywhere I'm... from six seven to five eight. Five, five nine to six one is the range, uh-huh. depending on the guy. No, I'm about five ten, five eleven. Okay, so you're at you're you're a little bigger than average. You're you, yeah. you're about you're about PCP average height because I think the I'm, boss I'm... Eric loves height. I love height. I broke, he's, I a love big K, he's a big kayfabe height guy. I'm a kayfabe height I broke my ankle guy. in high school right around the time that I was going through my growth spurt. So I oh, can test no. if I hadn't broke my ankle at the time, I'd be 6263. <laughs> you'd be, you'd be a lot story. bigger. That's my story. I'm sticking to it no matter what. I agree with that. <laughs> I think that really happened. I think that's true. No, yeah. we like uh, we like busting, busting balls. <laughs> but um, um, uh, Jeremiah's uh, Let's Go Islanders. Okay. Um. I, I thought up, I thought Uncle Jeremiah was a Sabres fan. No, Islanders. No, he's an Islanders fan. He's no a Gordon. Sure. He's a Gordon fisherman. Gordon. He, oh, okay. Gordon. <laughs> so, so, uh, so, Anthony, uh, how, how have you now? How long you been with us? How long you been been with Pop Culture Pros here? Uh, two months. Been two months. Month and a, two. No, maybe not that long. 
Gosh, I'd have to I'd have to go back and look. Do you do you watch wrestling? So okay, so my my infatuation with wrestling is very odd. So as a kid, die hard every week, glued to it. Mondays, Thursdays, Sundays. You know, um, I, I have pictures of myself at a very young age dressed up as the Ultimate Warrior for Halloween. Oh, there you Halloween. go, Eric. <laughs> when the Ultimate Warrior was around, that was my guy. That was my favorite. Oh, then, Anthony. Anthony, you just made the best friend in the world. You just made your oh, best friend in the world. As a kid, he was my favorite, and it wasn't even close. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I loved Hulk Hogan, too, but, like, the Ultimate Warrior was, like, when he would get in the ring and just act like a fucking maniac, I loved it. Oh, um, that's dude. how I wanted to act as a little kid. Tim, <laughs> Tim, can we stop him right there and tell him what's going on, what's going to happen? You want me to tell him or you tell him? I, I want you to tell him, Tim. All right. Well, on a Just Two Sweet Show, we have something called, we're preparing for called the Trial of the Ultimate Warrior. Because Ooh. Eric is a big warrior defender, while mostly everyone else is not. Like, they don't they don't think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame because of all the backstage bullshit. He was very <sighs> selfish, very, you know, very weird. So, we're going to have an actual trial. We, we were supposed to have it a couple weeks ago, but things got, things got a little convoluted, so we couldn't do it. Uh, but Eric is going to be the tri- the lawyer for the defense. Uh, Dave is going to be the prosecution, and I am going to be the judge. I have I have wiped out all partisan warrior. I'm going to be completely down the middle, fifty fifty. Call it calling it down the middle. So if so, I'm, you may you may to. now you may now get a subpoena. I I may oh, subpoena man. you. You may Anthony, get subpoena now by Eric. Talk, I might have to come on and talk about I, it. I, I may subpoena you. So if you get a subpoena in the chat, that means you've got to appear that night so, on. So wasn't he the first person to hold the both the intercontinental and heavyweight championships at the same time? He actually was. Yes, he was. Hundred percent, he was. Thank you, Lauren. I mean, that's Thank something you. I would think. You know, as your as his lawyer, if that's well, definitely not, going down in evidence. Listen, I have a litany of evidence to support my cause for the warrior because the advent of the shoot interview has really. Everybody thinks it's it's pounded the warrior down, but it hasn't. It's brought him up because I have caught so many wrestlers and so many lies watching all these things. And I, I actually know the actual YouTube video as to where I know all the YouTube videos that that when they're shitting on him. And I actually know the ones that contradict what the people say. So I am so prepared oh. for this. You have no idea. They think they're gonna, I'm gonna have to tune in just for that. They think they're gonna bury me, but they're not. I I've I, I have done my homework on this, but no, we ask you that because Tim asked you that because Tim and I obviously host the Just Too, just sweet, too show. sweet. And uh we, we like to call it the greatest single podcast on the internet today. But that's just what we and every all the other millions of fans that watch us think. But um but plus, we're focused on the old school stuff. So, like I said, that's why I was asking because you know, if you're not caught up to today's stuff, that's fine. Because we do what we like to go back to do the old review, the old pay per views, right? We we've been doing AWA stuff lately, and yeah, you know, wow. stuff like that. Yeah, we, we we're trying to. So, you're more than welcome to come on that show ever if you want to talk about. I might, you know, I might have to. I might have whatever. to come on there. We, 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 we're greatest, having a blast. One of the greatest things about having a Peacock, the streaming service, is that that is like the ultimate wrestling vault. Yep, you know, it is. That, but that's what I was getting into earlier. So, you know, I, I grew up as a kid loving wrestling. I kind of stopped watching, oh gosh, mid to late 2000s, kind of fell off. Yeah. And of late, I've, I, I won't say that I've gotten back into it because I've only watched maybe a couple of Raws here and there. I did watch WrestleMania. Did watch WrestleMania. Nice. Um, which was, uh, I was, uh, well, okay. 
I loved night one. I thought night one was fantastic. And I was a little disappointed in night two. Was uh, that our consensus I, too, Tim? Or were we with the opposite? I think we were the opposite. We were the opposite. We, I think so. I think we thought night two was better than night one. About- so I, I don't remember I think what we the matches. I think well. So I think this is one of the cool things about watching it as a kid and then watching it now, especially with social media and the internet, and just how much more wealth of information is out there about this stuff. Yes. Um, it, it brings like a whole new interest for me to it because the, the one thing I can't get enough of is all the backstage and all the the really behind the scenes stuff. You know, the the, the stuff that is kind of you know not on stage. Or, or not in the in the ring, all that other stuff is really what kind of really draws me to it now. I thought the matches were great. I thought the Reigns Cody Rhodes match was phenomenal. Like that, that was, was match. that was a great match. That that that, that kind of match, watching that like reminded me like oh this is why you like this so much as a kid. Like this right here, this is so enjoyable. It was. It was and a I, great match. It was. I thought it was Roman, Roman's best match by far. Yep, hundred percent by far. And and see, and this is where me not being fully committed today because like i didn't i remember like you know because over the years you know you jump in here and there and catch a little bit so like up until you know well obviously it's been a couple over a year now but up until he became the champion on this this long run that he's been on he never seemed like he was going to get to that point for me when i would watch him i agree and i i think the storyline that they've done with him the, the tribal yeah. chief and all this stuff yeah Tim's and, and bringing that. in oh i Man, that's some of the best stuff I think they've had on TV in forever. You I know, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna bring this up on the next Justice Field when we talked about this, but I'll bring it up right now, and I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you because you know we, we've been giving Vince McMahon a lot of shit lately because you know he's old, out of touch, he's all that other stuff. Remember, he's got a weird mustache, so he's yeah, he, he, oh, yeah, yeah, he looks like Gomez Adams now. Yeah, Gomez yeah, Adams, the fucking shoe polish, every oh, it's terrible. He looks like he looks like the what is it, the villain from Rocky and Bullwinkle? He looks yeah. like that guy. Yeah, he does. Um, but when you think about it, right, Roman used to get booed, constantly booed. Why? Because they were shoving him down our throats. This yep. is going to be your champion. This yep. is going to be your guy. And they rejected him. Yep. Guess what? Vince was 100% right. He is the champion. He's been that guy. Vince was not wrong. He's like, look, it might have taken a little few more years than he wanted, yep. but it fucking worked. And he did it. And it and sucks to again. admit it. It, it sucks does. to admit it. It really and does. It, I, well, I think them pairing him up with Paul Heyman too. Paul Heyman is one of my. I think Paul Heyman's like one of the most entertaining, entertaining people in there. That's what that, we've been talking about. One hundred better than anyone. He's, uh, he's like the MVP. He's like the MVP oh of that my show. Gosh, he really is. He's, he's cut some of the best promos over the last what fifteen years, probably. He he was Our born for this business. Oh, Paulie yeah, was. Paulie was born for this business. He was, was incredible. Great. He's incredible. The promo he cut pre-WrestleMania with Cody Rhodes in the ring, talking was, about that, Dusty. How that was great fucking was crazy. That, that was fantastic. Yeah, that's an amazing and then promo. and then Cody, and then Cody hit him with the you you gave my dad a job so we weren't poor anymore. It was like oh and, and, shit. And, and, and Paul that hit home the emotion. And, oh yeah, yeah, man. That's that dude. That's that kind of stuff right there. Bringing it real. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Do you, do you catch any of the you catch any of the bios on A and E and stuff? So I've seen some of them. I didn't watch the Dusty Roads one yet. I need to watch it. Dusty, I haven't either. I haven't seen that either. I need to watch it. Dusty was I, good. I, I need to watch it. I, I love the fact that that Cody. I loved Gold Dust, obviously. Dustin, as, I did as too. a kid. I love Gold oh Dust. Oh my god, he was amazing. I it was so great. Character. It was and, so um, great. 
See, now when, when Cody was, well, I don't know what, I forgot the name, the, the one that Cody had with the face paint when he was in WWE. Stardust. 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 I wasn't really around for any of that. I, I heard it was terrible and it didn't go very well, but I, I didn't, I'm not passing judgment. I wasn't there. I didn't see you're, it. You're, you're kind of right. It, it, it wasn't great. Yeah, when, it, when, it, when it ran its course, he wanted to stop. They said, no, you can't stop. And that's when he left. Yep, and that's when he left. Yeah. Well, it seems it seems like they've both grown a lot since then because he he seems like he can he he has can do it all now. I he agree can with do that. it all now. I think he's grown a lot. I think he's a different. I think he's a different person. I really do. I think uh, who's the who's the? Do you guys do the AEW? I don't really watch AEW, but I watch like some of the snippets and stuff from. I watch it a little bit. I, Tim I Tim who's, Tim, who's, Tim takes good care of it. Who's the dude with the Burberry scarf? Uh, MJF, the greatest MJ, MJF. Heel. Of all, oh, well, of this time, he is mm-hmm. the greatest modern so era. I, he is the best deal. I saw him talking, and I, I, I don't know what the deal is with him and Cody, but I've seen several interviews with him, and he seems to talk about Cody an awful lot. So I, I don't know what the deal is there since they're not in the same promotion anymore. But uh, one of the things he talked about was that, you know, over the last couple of years, one of the things Cody did is he, he got himself to that point where he physically looks like someone who could be a champion. Mm-hmm. And I was looking back at some of the old Cody stuff, and I think he's right. Like, you know, Cody he fits is. that bill now. He looks like the guy. He, he gets on the mic. He can work the mic like one of those guys can. And obviously, if you've seen some of those matches, I mean. But I, I think, you know, I, so I watch some of these matches now, and I feel like, that, to me, it seems, and this is with me not really being glued to it, this is me just jumping in and out. It seems to me like they have a much larger wealth of talent today than they've ever had before. I mean, at an extreme level, extreme, extreme level. I mean, someone like a, a couple of guys that I really like to watch when they're on. I think Seth Rollins is incredible. Like he's, he's incredible. a good worker. He's a good Top worker. To, I think he's. I'm. I was shocked to see him doing matches so low on the card and seeming so meaningless. Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised by that, but he's he he blows me away. I think he's awesome. Um, someone who doesn't really work the mic a lot, but I think in the ring is fantastic. Is a uh, uh, he just came back on SmackDown? The the Asian guy, I can't remember. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh my god, I love watching him in the ring. I love he's watching fun. him in the ring. He's his charisma. Obviously, he doesn't work the mic a whole lot, but his whole intro and stuff like that, I think, is just. Oh, I it really is. enjoy watching him. Well, if you want to entertain yourself for hours, just just Google uh, or YouTube MJF meets fans. Oh, dude, you you won't regret it. You does will he, does not he, regret he it. Does he does not full great all the time. character. He is full of art. He'll sign he'll sign a guy's figure and chuck it across the room. A Funko Pop, chuck it across the room. He, he knocks drinks with, out of fucking little girls' hands. Which, uh, he, dude, I love he, the fight, he fights with little kids. I love the he argues with little it. kids. There was a little kid the other day crying, and he's going, "Wow, wow, shut that kid up already, will you?" Like, and, and, and some girl was trying to say, "Oh, I got a scarf just like you." He said, "You know," she, he said to her, "How old are you?" He she said seven or eight or whatever. He goes, "You know, eight years ago, your father made a huge mistake by not wearing a condom." I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit! That is such a great heel. That he, is such a great heel. He is twenty four seven. Even his parents hate him. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, they, 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 write, yeah. They, they write signs. He's my son, but I don't like him. Or it's, it's yeah. hysterical. He's, hey, he's made the commitment that he's going to be that guy in this business. And hey, good for him because it he sounds is. like he's he living up to it. And, 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 and Anthony, I got to tell you, um." We're gonna wrap up here quick, but you, judging by the enthusiasm you're showing here, you got to come on the, the Just Too Sweet show with us and go Absolutely. go over some of this to. stuff. 
Um, but, but yeah, uh, like I said, we're hitting the top of the hour here, guys. Um, I feel like we just scratched the surface of this hockey talk. We got to have this again. We got to have some hockey talk again. Whenever you want, man, let me know. Let me know. I see the conference finals. We should do this again. I think we should. I think we should do the conference, which what we'll do is like a week ahead of time before we know everything's going to start, uh, heating up. We'll, we'll all talk and we'll get another A to Z squared away and we will do a conference final special. How about that, guys? I'm, I'm, in. I'm in. Count awesome. me in. Until, until, until Anthony starts his own show, then we'll have to go yeah, on his show. Then, then, then we'll go on and your I, show. Yeah, yeah. I'll, say, yeah. I'll just bring you guys over to my show. Exactly. exactly. That's right. That's right. But uh, anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Anthony, I want to thank you for coming on. I want to thank you for gracing us and meeting us and meeting the world. Um, thank you. Uh, yeah, come on anytime again. As Tim anytime. said, come on the Just Too Sweet show. You're What's always the welcome there. On just too sweet. Usually okay, Tuesdays. So, yep, we're always we're we're the most consistent show. Uh, we always we run Tuesdays. Tuesdays, and then if there's a pay per view, we like to do a pre show the day of. Usually, like yeah. we'll do a backlash show uh, three hours before backlash starts. Like, we, we try we, we try we try to do a pre show right before every pay per view. Yeah, if cool. it's, yeah, and, cool. uh, we did the the WrestleMania. I missed it, but they did the WrestleMania one prior to night one and yeah. but it was it was a great show so yeah you're welcome for any of them anthony uh thank you again for the hockey talk is there anything Absolutely. you would like to say any parting words you would like to uh, to I'm, I'm happy to be here I, I had a blast doing this i would love to jump on more shows and talk about more things i know obviously i was brought in just to do hockey but you know i have a wealth of other interests and in sports related and you know movies and stuff too um, listen dude love, listen listen love movies, we so We'll have you on this show one night when we go off the rails, and you'll have a fucking great time. We get into, oh, yeah. we drop YouTube videos, we fuck with people, and conspiracy just, we, theories, Nazis. Do we get into all that stuff? Everything, Nazi. We, we, <laughs> Tim and I were trending on Twitter once for because, uh, uh, because everybody thought we hated Jews. So it's like it was, it was just, it, it was fucking fantastic, and and you know, oh, obviously, obviously, it wasn't true, but we somehow. Somehow, and, and then like religion, I, I don't know. Eric hates God, and fucking t- oh, it, it's, that might have been my that might have been my fault. That might have been that might have been Tim's fault a little bit, but still, we I tell you, Anthony, we have a blast here. But Timmy, what do you what do you, what do you got on the way out here? No, nah, man, Anthony, great man. It's great having you on. I can't wait to see you guys. Said you're welcome. Any show, anytime. You just let us know when you want to come on. Uh, yeah, and make say be ready for a subpoena in the mail for Eric to yeah get you're the trial of the warrior. What date? What date is the current trial date set for? We haven't we haven't we set the actual date yet. We're waiting yeah, on the other okay. lawyer to yeah. get his shit together. The other lawyer's mm. a prima donna. We we got to work just, around his his fucking dainty ass schedule. So you see Jeremiah down here. If Snoop Dogg can be in the Hall of Fame, then the warrior should be. No, Jeremiah's I mean, a smart man. Like a, Jeremiah is like a pretty a, easy Snoop argument Dogg, to me. Wait, 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 wait. Snoop Dogg's in the celebrity wing. That is Pete true. Rose. He's not that really is in true. the Hall of Fame. So and Donald Trump, by the way, he fucking exactly. made it to the Hall of Fame. So if that tells you anything, <laughs> I mean, between what 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 was one of the years between ninety and what like ninety four. Was I mean aside from Hulk Hogan, who was the biggest name in wrestling? That was a Baltimore Warrior. Thank you, thank you, Anthony. You are officially my favorite Just person. Saying. Just you saying. are officially my favorite person. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the A to Z program for tonight on Pop Culture Pros. I am not going to run down the rest of the shows because if you don't know them by now, then you're never going to know them. But I'll be honest with you: the only real two real shows you need to worry about are the Just Too Sweet show and this show. And as soon as Anthony gets a show, 
you worry about that show. But until then, this is Anthony. That's Timmy. My name is AZ, and we will see you next time right here. And I'm stalling because I have to find the outro video. I have just found it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining the A to Z program on Pop Culture Pros. If you drive by Steve Farachi's house, please shout profanity. And I am out. I thought I was out. I am now. <laughs>